He tried to imagine Mrs. Weston ever ceasing to talk about it, and could not picture her silence. No doubt they had all been taken in too, but here in this empty bedroom were the original dupes who encouraged the rest. After Mrs. Quantock's inquiry, a dead silence fell. What do you propose then? asked Peppino, showing signs of surrender. Lucia exerted her utmost wiles. Caro, she said, I want you to propose. Daisy and me, we silly women. We want you and Georgie to tell us what to do. But if Lucia must speak, I think... She paused a moment, and, observing strong disgust at her playfulness on Mrs. Quantock's face, reverted to ordinary English again. I should do something of this sort, she said. I should say that dear Daisy's guru had left us quite suddenly, and that he has had a call somewhere else. His work here was done. He had established our classes, and set all our feet upon the way. He always said that something of the sort might happen to him. I believe he had it planned all along, said Georgie. He knew the thing couldn't last forever, and when my sisters recognised him, he concluded it was time to bolt. With all the available property he could lay hands on, said Mrs. Quantock. Lucia fingered her tassel. Now, about the burglaries, she said, it won't do to let it be known that three burglaries were committed in one night, and that simultaneously Daisy's guru was called away. My guru, indeed, said Mrs. Quantock, fizzing with indignation at the repetition of this insult. That might give rise to suspicion, continued Lucia calmly, disregarding the interruption, and we must stop the news from spreading. Now, with regard to our burglary, let me think a moment. She had got such complete control of them all now that no one spoke. I have it, she said, only Bowler knows, for Peppino told her not to say a word till the police had been sent for. You must tell her, carissimo, that you have found the hundred pounds. That settles that. Now, you, Georgie. Foljambi knows, said Georgie. 